The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 219. I hope that you guys are doing very well today. If you do happen to be struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can uh, use my Calendly to book yourself that free session, or you can send me a message. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about... um, expectations when it comes to uh, treatment of OCD and this is a a really really important area and perhaps something that isn't spoken about that much but our expectations on whether the treatment is going to work and whether the person we're working with whether we trust them and get on with them uh, and and believe in them actually has um, a big uh, outcome on whether the treatment is going to be successful or not so today We're going to be exploring that. Um, As always, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at robertjamescoachinguk. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. So many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. Before we get into this, I just wanted to say that we should um, be a little bit wary of uh, labels. Now, whilst it's very tempting to try and give everything a name and a story, sometimes labels can actually become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, even with OCD, I try to remind people that yes, you, you might be struggling with obsessive compulsive disorder, but try not to allow yourself to be defined by that. In my experience, labels are helpful in explaining the set of problems that you might be struggling with, to realize that you are not alone, and actually to seek out the appropriate support or podcast, for example, like this. Um, But if we hold on too tightly to it, it can actually hold us back. Now, the same could be said about our expectations of whatever treatment we might be uh, trying. If we go into the treatment with negativity, not really believing that it's going to work for us, then it may well end up being harder for us to make the progress that we want. Uh, Whilst if we actually do the opposite and we go into the process with a positive attitude, despite, you know, maybe having some doubts, uh, the counter may also be true. So take, for example, two different people with the same problem with their ears. Say that they are both experiencing a persistent ringing in their ears that doesn't subside naturally. Depending on the expectations of treatment for this condition, the two people uh, will experience it in a very, very different way. For someone who believes that there is going to be some treatment that works, their distress is going to be considerably lower than the person that believes the problem is untreatable and that they're going to be like this forever. 
A 2017 study uh, entitled The Role of Expectations in Mental Disorders and Their Treatment states that expectations lead to brain activities that sensitize for the expected experience. It seems that through the mere belief or disbelief in, a, in a, an approach, treatment um, or practitioner, we can actually influence the success of that intervention. The uh, same researchers go on to claim that expectations about uh, treatment success are the most prominent predictor of outcome, both in uh, psychopharmacological and psychological interventions, and they are considered to be a major determinant of placebo effects. So, wow, when you actually think about that, it's actually, you know, incredible. They're, They're basically saying that not only are expectations important, but they are the most prominent predictor for a successful outcome. Now, there are all sorts of conclusions that you can make about this. And, you know, it is uh, another really uh, real example of the incredible power of the uh, placebo effect. Um, and this is why when, when choosing someone to work with, it's incredibly important to find someone that you trust, someone that chimes with you and that you have faith in. Someone uh, might have incredible expertise in the field, but if for some reason you have reservations about them or their approach, um, it might be better to shop around and to find someone who you feel that connection with. Um, It also demonstrates to us why uh, some people can struggle when doing ERP. As you know only too well, people with OCD obviously struggle with um, not performing their compulsions as they have their... Uh, negative expectation that not performing them will or or could cause all sorts of disastrous things. Um, The objective of ERP is to to challenge people to to face those expectations head on uh, by gently exposing themselves to the feared obsessions and learning that they they can actually deal with with the anxiety that, that this produces. The problem is uh, that for some people, these uh, obsessions have been going on for a very long time and their negative expectations are very well worn. This obviously doesn't mean that they are stuck though. A skillful therapist will help them to reframe these fears in a gradual and positive way. But the more the client can try to believe in the process, the more likely it is that it's actually going to work. Now, if you struggle with OCD and you tend to overthink things, then perhaps you might be thinking, but what if I don't believe in any of the therapies? Or what if I have doubts about them? Or, you know, are they actually still going to work? Um, And this is, you know, a very fair uh, question. And and I can imagine lots of people with OCD would be asking this. And I, you know, I certainly was when I was really struggling. Um, you know, one of the problems with OCD is that we tend to catastrophize. Uh, and in my experience, you know, I, uh, I found myself when I was really uh, struggling, I kind of couldn't get out of my own way. You know, my negativity was, was so strong at that point. I just felt like, uh, you know, any treatment was not going to work, that I was too stuck, that nothing was going to make a difference. And, you know, that's a really hard place to be. Um, 
if you if you do have OCD, then you know it's important to remember that you are going to have doubts, and perhaps you're in a really difficult place where you are finding it it you know really really hard. I mean, it's it's not known as the the doubting disease for for no reason. It can be incredibly difficult when you're questioning just about everything, but just try to be aware of this doubting um, and aware of what I've just been talking about and try to, if you can, just suspend the judgment that you might have about the particular treatment process that you're that you're going about and just try to really give it a go despite all those doubts and despite any negativity that you might be experiencing. You know, sometimes what it involves is actually just taking a leap of faith trying to believe uh, even if it feels like you have all of these doubts. Now, this is something that I had to do in my early days of recovery. Um, As I just mentioned, you know, I was in this really difficult place, but I was able to take that leap of faith at some point and things did get better. Um, Now, if that's you, if you're in a similar position, see if you can try to manage those doubts and try to focus your attention on positive beliefs about the treatment you are currently following. Even if you don't quite 100% believe it, this approach can really help you to get that placebo effect working on your side. Try not to uh, underestimate the importance of, of finding that right professional to work with, someone that makes you feel comfortable who really understands OCD and that has actually had some success with working with other people with OCD is actually going to give you confidence in their approach, which will help you to have a more positive uh, expectation and therefore hopefully uh, more positive outcomes. And just to finish with, um, you know, I also know from personal and anecdotal experience that doing things like the the Wim Hof method, i.e. taking an ice bath, Uh, can be made incredibly more easy uh, to deal with when we visualize our success beforehand. Uh, When leading Wim Hof workshops, for example, I encourage people to see their success in the ice, to see themselves remaining calm and positive whilst going through that experience, taking control of their breathing and and trying to, to act as if they are feeling confident. And this nearly always helps people to have a more successful experience in in the ice uh, once they actually get in and they're able to accept the discomfort and the anxiety that they might be experiencing. And so sometimes, you know, visualizing things beforehand uh, can be a really good way to to help you with this process. So if you are doing uh, some exposure work or some, some kind of treatment, can you visualize yourself being successful through that? And I don't mean here that, you know, that you have to be, you know, perfect going through that treatment. You're going to have some ups and downs. There's going to be uh, difficulties to try to eliminate all difficulty. Well, that's just uh, another obsession, um, you know, and that's not going to, to help. It's not realistic. But if you can visualize yourself being, succe- uh, being successful, taking on the challenges of the treatment process, and actually having some positive outcomes that might help you with the process as well. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. 
Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.